Hello there, this is Yoshua Grunstein from Halifax, Nova Scotia, and I'd like to share with you a thought, something that is important in our daily lives, something that I think is fundamental to our Jewish experience, and something that I believe is a global message for all humanity. And that is the notion of saying sometimes, I don't know. As you all know, we're about to read or just read the Parsha of Pinchas. Within this Parsha, there's five studious, ingenious women that come up to Moses and says, listen, I know according to the laws of inheritance that when a father dies, his daughters do not inherit. But we feel it's unfair because in our particular family, our father did not have any sons. And ultimately, we are very concerned that his portion in the land of Israel, his inheritance, his estate, will be lost to the family name. Moshe hears their claim and then answers a very peculiar answer. He says, listen, I'll go ask God, I'll get back to you. I always wondered. I mean, Moses spent 40 days and 40 nights with God learning the entire written and oral Torah. There's no question in my mind that he probably knew the answer. So what was this, so to speak, strategy, diplomatic answer of, listen, it's such a good question, I'm going to go ask. The Targum Yonatan, which is an Aramaic interpretation to the Bible, gives a very fascinating answer, in my opinion. He says Moshe did know the answer, but he wanted to teach the Jewish people that it's acceptable to say sometimes, I don't know, I'll look it up. I have to think about it clearly and coherently, and then I'll get back to you. I believe that in this day and age, there's no more important message to us as Jews and as human beings for a very simple reason. We're living in an age of fast internet. We're living in an age that in a very short period of time, we can really do what we want. If we need an answer, we go onto the internet and we find it within minutes. There's no longer a need to have a phone book. You can look it up in 411 on the net. Is there any need for a travel agent today to go through that whole process of calling a travel agent, letting her know, letting him know your travel plans, and ultimately then and only then getting an itinerary and different options and a ticket? You go onto the internet from Travelocity on, and you put in your flight plans, and ultimately, very quickly, you can get you wherever you want to go. In this day and age, it's very hard to say to someone, listen, I have to take time to think about it, get back to me. It's so easy to press a reply to an email. It, it's convenient, as a matter of fact, to make fast moves financially by just passing money from here to there by just the virtue of your own computer. Ultimately, in this day and age, that message of Moshe to say to these five women, I don't know, was vital and is vital. You know, as you all know, we have a written Torah and an oral Torah. Both of these were given to God, by God to Moshe at Mount Sinai in that faithful Shavuos, which changed the lives of Jews forever. We now have 613 commandments plus many more. And ultimately, we have a specific Jewish lifestyle all going back to that day. When you say today there's a written and an oral Torah, it sounds funny. Because ultimately today, from a tangible point of view, there's no oral Torah. Everything is written down. The five books of Moses comprises the written Torah. And the oral Torah has been codified in writing in the Mishnah and the Gemara. In the Mishnah and the Talmud. We all know that was not something that should have been done, but rather was a result 
of a phenomenon in the Jewish nation for which the Talmud says, although you're not allowed to write down the oral Torah, it's time to do for God because they have violated your Torah. How did the Jewish people violate the Torah? Not because by forgetting the oral tradition. Forgetting is part of life. We all sometimes forget things. According to medical research, by the time you're 25, thousands of thousands of brain cells die each day. But rather, once you forgot, how did you respond? Unfortunately, the Jewish people responded by saying that they do know. They made up answers. And as you all know, when you make up answers, you're basically violating the Torah. When someone asks you a question and you don't know, when you make up an answer, you could be doing exactly the wrong thing. Ultimately, because of that, they have to write down the Torah. They have to write down the oral Torah because people were not admitting to their mistakes. They were not admitting to the fact that they forgot. They were not admitting to the fact that they don't know everything. And finally, this message is extremely and utterly important when it comes to answering questions that are faithful, like why bad things happen to good people. It's no embarrassment to actually say, I don't know. Just like this chukim and nishpatim in the Torah, laws that we understand and laws that we don't, life too, we can explain why a baby smiles, but we can't necessarily explain why bad things happen to good people. Moshe teaches us for all generations that it's absolutely acceptable to say, I don't know.